Welcome to this Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast featuring the fabulous farmers who welcome the public onto their farm for the farming's annual open day. Whether you host a simple farm walk for a few people or a full open day, large or small, every event matters and has a huge positive impact. We hope this podcast inspires you to host an event this year. Hello, I'm Anne Mayor Chapman, the Leaf Open Farm Sunday Ambassador for North East England, and today I'm chatting to Cameron Harrison from Glanton in Northumberland. Cameron and his family took part and hosted the event for the first time last year. Welcome, Cameron. Hello, Anna. How are you doing? Well, very well, thank you. What about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Not getting blown away yet, so uh, could be worse thing. <laughs> very good. So, Cameron, before we find out about your experience of Leaf Open Farm Sunday, can you tell me a little bit about your farm and where you're based? Yeah, sure. So um, my grandparents and my uncle own and um, rent about 900 acres or just shy of 900 acres of grassland, sort of in between Annick and, and Wooler. The main enterprise for other, other farmers is, is well about two, two, just shy of 2,000 breed ewes, about 600 of which are um, blackies. Of blood sheep and then the rest are all sort of in by use a part of my you know because i get to work because i work from the farm and things that part of my sort of pay is that i can uh, grow garlic on part of the land and keep some pasture-raised pigs so yeah that's 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 mainly it here we'll plow up a little bit just to put a green crop in in the winter time but apart from that it's just all permanent permanent grass very nice sounds perfect and uh yeah i know where you guys are so it's a beautiful part of the countryside as well yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel, I feel pretty lucky to live up here. Hot when it's um, blown an absolute hoolie, but, uh, but yeah, it's not a bad part, part of the world. So Cameron, <coughs> you've got something that makes your farm pretty unique. Could you tell us about that, please? Yeah, sure. So we, uh, I produce elephant garlic. We This year, we've got about sort of 15,000 elephant garlics growing this year, uh, which makes us probably one of the, well, some of the largest northeast that I know of, and one of the largest garlic producers in, in the UK, which Sounds all grand and mighty and that, but it's it's only because there's not many of the garlic farms in this country really for whatever reason. I think mainly because people believe that you need a sort of Mediterranean climate to grow garlic in, but that's not necessarily the case. We can grow pretty good, pretty high quality garlic in this country, which obviously doesn't need to be imported from, from China. But elephant garlic itself, it, as, as the name sort of suggests, is a really big garlic. It grows about the size of your fist. I mean, it's a hybrid as well between a leek garlic and an onion, and, a, and an onion, which is where it gets its size from. And also, like, it has a sort of, sort of milder, sweeter taste, which people quite like. And it's because it's large as well, you can, it doesn't lose its, you know, it stays uh, pretty moist when you bake it in the oven or whatever, or just use it like normal garlic. So it's quite versatile. People quite like to use it as a starter. So they'll put it, they'll put the um, garlic, you'll wrap the garlic in foil with a little bit of butter and bake it for about 20 minutes. And it comes out like a nice, soft consistency, which you can then spread onto butter or whatever you want to do with it. So, um, so yeah, it's a good sort of versatility, which normal garlic doesn't necessarily have. Now, given the last couple of years with the presence of COVID-19, what prompted you guys to take part in Leaf Open Farm Sunday for the first time last year? I first heard about Open Farm Sunday through social media, really. I've got a social media page on Instagram and Facebook. But that's where I sort of really heard about it. In time with the elephant garlic and the, and the, and the pork, whenever the way we plan on marketing is through direct marketing. So the more people we can get onto farm and show people how we do things, maybe slightly differently. So that was the main sort of reason for doing it, really. I think as well, it also sort of breaks down the barriers between farming and the general public. For whatever reason, a lot of misconceptions, I think, about the way British farming is sort of conducted, especially the sort of more recent Panorama programme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it just seems 
false or exaggerated in some some of the ways. I think the more people we can get onto a British farm and get them to see firsthand how things are actually done, I think the better. So yeah, I think it's a really it's a really good thing what you guys are doing. And obviously, want to be involved with that as well. So have you ever attended a, an event in your area or, or know of anyone that's done it locally to you? No, I haven't actually attended one first time because there's like I say, there's not many people around here locally sort of do them. But I have seen them online and obviously you got into contact, you contact me about them as well. Just re- repeating what I said earlier, I think it's just a, a really good idea what you guys do and trying to get more people onto British farms and sort of seeing how we how we do things. So yeah, the more of that we can do, the better in my opinion. Absolutely, definitely. Um, and are you guys, if I can be so bold, are you guys uh, taking part again this year? Yeah, I need to sign up. But yeah, certainly <laughs> I really enjoyed. I think last year was a good experience. I really enjoyed doing it. And I think the people that came out to the farm and saw us also had a good time. So I think all around it was just good. I think people learned something as well. And we certainly took some things away from it. And I think the people who came onto the farm and saw what we did and not just the garlic and the and the sort of pasteurized pork, but also the you walk through sheep and things like that it, it's good to it's it's um it did took away something from it as well. So I think it's a positive experience all around. So yeah, because of that, we certainly will uh, want to do it again this year. That's so. fabulous. Yeah, no, it definitely it definitely went very very well. Um, everyone was pretty engaged. It was a nice way you did it. So uh, yeah, we we thoroughly enjoyed attending it. Now, did you have to convince any of your family members that you that you wanted to take part at all? My grandfather, who's my grandfather, my granny who on the farm, they don't totally get all this social media thing. <laughs> because they weren't involved directly with the Open Farm Sunday, they, weren't, they didn't take any convincing. I asked them if I could host it, obviously, and do it, and they were, they were fine with doing it. But I think if I had to get them to join in, I don't think they'd be, <laughs> they'd be too, too impressed. Because they're sort of from that generation where, you know, farms are, it's kind of like, you know, if you get, if you get people caught trespassing on your farm, it's, uh, you know, they don't like the public being on the farm for whatever reason. So they're slightly more of an older generation. So, yeah, they took a little bit of convincing. But my mum and dad was, you know, I got them to help me. So we cooked up a bit of food afterwards. So I got them to help me with that. And they were totally on board. They saw, certainly saw the benefits of doing it. And, um, you know, there's some of the positive things that could come from it as well if it was done properly. So they were really eager to help and try and make it a good experience, not just for me, but for everyone as well. So you, you, can, you can, like I say, put in sort of British farming in, in a good light, really. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And then especially the, the British um, family farms, I think yeah. anything that we can do to, to support them and, and show them in a positive light uh, and, the, you know, they, they still do exist is a, a fabulous thing to do, definitely. Um, now, just leading on to that, can you tell me a little bit more about your event on the day? So, um, did you? How did you advertise? Any booking systems you used? You've obviously yeah. touched on on who helped out on the day as well. Just just give us a, a kind of idea of how your day went. Yeah. So, our main sort of tool for advertisement was just social media. I think you guys published something as well on on open the Open Farm Sunday social media website so we only allocated for like 50 people to come on the farm because that's you know we were the first time we didn't really know what to expect so we obviously we allocated tickets for a booking system which was super easy so they're all 50 spots or i think it was 49 spots all filled up on social media so we didn't have to do any we don't have got any posters anywhere or any other sort of real types of uh, advertisement so that's that's mainly how we sort of, sort of how the, the message spread really but yeah i mean like, like i keep saying before but the main way we want to market our produce from the farm um, certainly when it comes to the garlic and the pork is through direct sales so like the, the more people we can get on the farm and show people you know what we do and how it's slightly different maybe it's the norm and why we think that's maybe slightly better or worse or have discussions about why it could be worse or better or whatever 
I think the better as well. You know, the, the booking system, like it was, it was really easy. And that one, one little feature which I really liked about the booking system is that you could, you could ask for a basic feedback on your event. So we sent an email out to everyone else. It was just a simple questionnaire just to ask what we did well, what we did badly, how we could improve, what they liked about the event. And we got some really positive feedback from that, but it, it's just a value, it's, it's quite a valuable tool which you don't, which you don't necessarily know about until you actually do the which which you couldn't necessarily necessarily use if you didn't have this sort of booking system. So I think that's one positive to come from that as well. And um, yeah, like I said, our, our whole family was involved. We had food samples. Our parents' house they have quite a nice sort of largish garden which we could fit everyone into. I mean, I, I say forty nine people were booked and ready to come. I think about thirty five or thirty odd people came in the end. So yeah, we, we still had wasn't particularly any issues again people in you know, in our sort of largest garden to post there for food and things like that. So yeah, it was it was, it was, it was pretty positive really. And um, uh, on the day, was it? Did you do a self guided walk, or or were you part of were you part of that as well? Yeah. So the so how it was actually what we actually did. We sort of met at a point on the farm where we had easy parking basically, and then we walked down to see the the pasture raised pigs. People could obviously see them. I had like little, my mum brought <laughs> brought some carrots down so that the the um, all the younger people whatever had um, sort of food to give to the pigs. So we saw them for a bit. I obviously discussed how we manage the pigs, how we obviously move them on a sort of weekly basis, and why that's maybe better for or why that's better. How that sort of uh, why the you know the the pigs to get a, um, a sort of fresh pasture to eat every sort of every sort of week which then leads into hopefully better quality meat so the, the, the thing is in general the general public we, we sort of as farmers we see animals especially farm animals on a daily basis I think we take that for granted a bit but so the general public who maybe don't see maybe you haven't seen a pig ever <laughs> when they see you know a farm animal up close like that you know, they absolutely love it they just you know they can sort of watch them for quite a long time so I think that was something I didn't really take into account really was was that really um so yeah once we once we saw the pigs we then walked back up to where there were sort of elephant garlic patches there and I talked the elephant garlic and talked to tell people you know, what it what exactly what it was and sort of broke some sort of misconceptions when it comes to growing garlic in this country so we showed people that and then um, afterwards um the sort of day of the tour coincided with us harvesting garlic scapes so we fried a load of garlic scapes and offered them out as um, as tasters to people and you know i sort of have a marketing sort of strategy as well and and then we sold some scapes from that as well so so yeah like i say i think people quite enjoyed it we certainly got some something out of it as well and it, it was just a pretty loose you know pretty informal that, that's that's how i want it to be i want to be really informal i didn't i want people to ask questions i want to have discussions if, if people want discussions and, and whatnot so and it was very much like that so um yeah and, and everyone enjoyed themselves as well there was it, it wasn't it certainly wasn't a serious lecture on how we do things and how it's the best and no other way is, is any good at all it's very you know it's completely complete opposite to that no, so. I think that's that's really important that you've touched on that. You have to make people want to be there, don't you? They have to um, sort of relate to you in some way. And if you're standing there lecturing on something that really, at the end of the day, doesn't interest them, they're not going to want to be there. Um, yeah, exactly. And you, I mean, you've got a quite a unique setup where you've got something that I don't know how many how many people are growing elephant garlic in the UK. <laughs> very few i think um i don't think there's anyone doing it commercially in the northeast yeah but you can probably count on one hand the amount of people growing elephant garlic in this country it's, it's very so few. that's absolutely fantastic so you've got something incredibly unique to you um which is a, a great draw for people people to come and see whereas um we ran our, our first event last year as well so we we didn't 
necessarily have anything unique. There's nothing that makes us necessarily stand out from anyone else. We have some pedigree sheep, um, but we thought, you know, what do we have? So we've got fabulous views. So we made the most of our views and we did a self-guided farm tour uh, where we used all the leaf resources and the NFU resources and we signposted them and we, we popped a route around the farm taking in viewpoints, asked people to bring a picnic, bring your dogs, have a day out. And we met and we talked when they arrived um, and we were there to answer questions after they'd been around the walk as well. So whilst you've got this very, you know, amazing story to tell, and then there's the opposite where we have this very simple, you know, nothing, nothing stand out, we could still offer something. So, you know, yeah, I think to you guys it might not start down or whatever, but I think if you know if you've got a member of the, of the general public who isn't you know doesn't necessarily have much to do with farming coming to your farm, yeah, you know, just seeing some sheep and you explain to well, you know, pedigree sheep and why you know you, you breed pedigree sheep, I think that would be yeah, I think that'd be quite a, quite a big deal. I think that would be special to to most people who you aren't necessarily involved much with farming. Yeah, that's definitely definitely the point. I mean, it, yeah, everyone's got something to. Uh, yeah. stories tell everyone's got something to offer regardless um how unique or how insignificant you may feel it is yourself like you pointed with the pigs pointed out with the pigs people don't get out close and personal or or, or close to to pat a pig or you know to see your show sheep or those little things mean quite a lot to people so i think um yeah it's everyone's got something to offer so that's that's absolutely brilliant now, this year, you mentioned you were taking part this year. Have you had any thoughts about anything you may do differently this year? Or are you thinking somewhere around the, along the same kind of lines? Thinking along the same sort of kind of lines. Um, I think it went all right last year. So it just sort of slight tweaks now and sort of here and there. I think the biggest thing, I'd, well, the thing I'd really like to do is, is try and get people involved with some sort of task or um, sort of daily chore that we do so you know one thing we do quite regularly obviously is move the pigs so I would like to get I like to move the pigs whilst people there or even get people to help move the pigs you know you know while they're whatever but uh, it, it's 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 getting a little sort of set logistically in, in a way that sort of obviously meets the relevant health and safety uh, requirements which, yeah. <laughs> which is not easy um <laughs> so especially when you've got you know unpredictable farm animals going around so I haven't really thought of the I haven't got the, a defined answer yet but I would like to try and get the public involved in some sort of way I think they'd quite enjoy it and they could also say you know I've, I've been doing oh yeah I've been farming today or whatever so um, I think that could be that's the sort of route we're looking at anyway. Brilliant now uh, thinking about the facilities uh, especially with last year and all the hand washing requirements how did you cope with visitors for toilets and hand washing facilities? With hand washing facilities we're in so we're in quite a big garden so social distancing is you know quite easy to do and we just had a hand washing sort of station just outside the back door. Uh, sorry, it was, in, it was in, I think it was good. In, it was, so we had a gate leading from the field into my parents' back garden. And at the gate, there was like some hand washing facilities and cold water, soap and some sanitizers and some paper towels. Pretty easy. It wasn't, wasn't too hard to, to sort of meet, to meet really. No, I think as long as you're sensible, it's quite, um, quite easy to to do i mean we were lucky enough we had a an outside toilet on the on the farm um but no hand washing facilities so we just uh placed you know there was a hose with a tap on the end of it and um yeah. so the, the water was running and we obviously had hand gel placed about the place as well but um as long as you can have, have running water and and someone yeah. to wash your hands i think that's that's the job really so yeah pretty yeah. straightforward 
Now, uh, what message would you like your visitors to take away from your event, uh, either the, your past event or, or your, your, your future event? Um, well, one of the main sort of messages I like to send now is it, it applies probably a bit more specifically to our farm, but we we do operate like an open an open gate policy where people want to come anytime and have a look at what we're doing. As long as you you know message me or whatever, we can organise. You know, I'm, I'm very much happy to organise a show at, at any point, really. You know, a, a tour or anything like that at any point. But I think you know having people on your farm and showing them what what you do and whatever, I think that's a really good idea. So that's one real message. And the other one, I sort of touched on it earlier, it's just the fact that we can grow obviously really top quality British garlic in this country and that you don't have to necessarily settle for the sort of smaller, sort of poorer quality, quite often Chinese garlic that's imported from obviously halfway across the world. So so yeah, and it's just for people to get looked and, and, in, and an insight, like a first person sort of experience, insight into what goes on in a farm and tell maybe tell their friends about it or co-workers and just sort of spread the word a little bit. Um, I think that's a really, yeah, if we, if we could get that message out to more people, I think that'd be a really positive thing. Brilliant. And uh, and, and painting farming in the uh, the light it deserves to be in and not um, this media uh, light that we have currently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. <coughs> uh, and finally, if you don't mind, um, do you have any top tips you would like to share with anyone hosting for the first time this year? Um, yeah, I think you've got a top tip or just a bit of advice. It's it's easier than you think it is. You know, if you like, like I've sort of touched on it, if you show people up close livestock, they just find that amazing. <laughs> but you know, like I said before, we, we as farmers, we take it for granted that we're amongst sheep, cattle, pigs, whatever, all day, every day, and they become a bit monotonous, I think, sometimes. But you know, for um, the general public, come and see them. So you know, like I said, it's probably the first could be the first time they will come up close to an animal, pat an animal, touch an animal, fed an animal for you know a farm animal. They just find that amazing. So that takes a lot of the pressure off you, I think, as well. And you don't have to give really in-depth analysis or reasoning into why you're doing things. Just a, a, a general informal chat is 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 pretty good. And like I said, people would probably enjoy it more as well rather than sort of lecture that. So that, those are sort of two main things I would say. And um, yeah, it's it's not as bad as what you think it is. It's, it's, uh... No, I, I totally agree. We we sort of uh, when we started thinking about it, I was I was very worried about what we what we had to offer, <laughs> uh, what to, what we could do, and then but the day ran itself. That's what we found. Yes. Everyone was just yeah. so happy to be a out of their house <laughs> and mm. be allowed out again, um, and and be just to be in the countryside, surrounded by everything that we take for granted on a daily basis. So the day ran itself super simple don't overthink it um and enjoy it i think that was the main yeah my main message would be to to literally enjoy it because yeah. people that are there the, you know they're there to speak to you they're, they're there to see what you can offer and they're there to learn about farming so make the most yeah. of it yeah exactly yeah and people are always really they're really respectful like you sort of allow them onto your, your farm as well and that you're giving up your time to to host these events you know people people respect that as well which i think is quite important well, it's nearly the end of our podcast today, but thanks to Cameron for joining me. Yeah, no, thank you for, uh, for inviting me. It's been a, it's been a good, fun conversation. Um, hopefully we'll uh, encourage some more people to, to take part in the Open Farm Sunday as well. What a great conversation. Thank you so much, Cameron and Anne. It was fascinating to hear all about garlic and your first time taking part in Leaf Open Farm Sunday last year. Every time I cook with garlic, I'm now going to think of you. 
As Anne and Cameron both highlighted, every farm has something fascinating to show visitors. So if you've been inspired by their conversation, visit our website, farmsunday.org, to download our information pack with all the details you need to consider taking part. Next time, we hear from our newest ambassador, Lucy Knott, and experienced host farmer and social media sensation, Ali Hunter-Blair. Ali shares some of his top tips about making the most of what you already have on farm and why his events are his favourite days in his farming calendar. Join us in two weeks' time to hear all this and more. Until then, my name is Annabelle Shackleton and this is a Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast. 